Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing it right now. I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't match. They literally get right here. All right, y'all. I am here, and it is Tuesday, uh, May 14th, still cold as fuck, 2019. Um, and we are going to talk about poor pussy management. It is a motherfucking crisis. Y'all have lost your motherfucking minds. I don't know where your mama's at, your grandmother's. I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm not an advocate of prostitution. Let me put that out there first. Uh, I'm not an advocate of sins or pimps. I merely have learned from them. Um, And this management thing has become a crisis. And I said it's the reason why it's so easy. It's so easy for some of your men to cheat. It's one of the many reasons that you feel stupid after a breakup because you like, you know, you seeing them with the next trick you like, damn, you know, I only asked for Fenty Puma and she getting, you know, Lalik and shit. She's getting, you know, the, the new Sophia Webster. It's like, what what the fuck? You did not ask, so you did not receive. Um, it's the reason that you hate the new chick. It's the reason you fight over bums. Um, my belief personally, just my personal belief, is that sex is sacred. So I know that I talk a lot about sex or pussy management or what we should be doing dating. And I'm really just trying to open the communication gap and have an honest dialogue with black men and Latino men especially because that's what I date about what is appropriate, what is not appropriate, and just as a woman what I'm willing to do and as a man what I've seen growing up, therefore you can't be any exception. Um, If the sex is not sacred, you're going to pay for my time. So that means you're going to pay for it in lobsters, calamari, trips, however. Okay, if you're just trying to hit, you got a harder way to go than somebody that is genuinely trying to get to know me and trying to, you know, not so much build, but just build in the sense of let's get to know each other, let's be friends, let's hang out. And even then, I explained to y'all a situation where I was cool with somebody for almost a year, never touched them. We started getting uh, physical and then all the motherfucking lies, you know, and the skeletons started falling out the fucking closet. So 
just in this lifetime, it's better to just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Go with your gut. If you want to fuck a motherfucker, you go ahead and you fuck him, but make sure that you have that PPM down before you enter into a contractual agreement. Sex is a contractual agreement, okay? Women have gotten killed over it. Men have died for it. Wars have been started over pussy and religion, two biggest things. So a lot of you are also not understanding that when you're in these creeper-ass relationships where the dude got somebody and he, you know, eventually told you about her, you know he got somebody, y'all let that motherfucker fuck you for free, not realizing that silence costs money. You see a lot of these cats these days is getting caught out there, right? Offset, the dude, Jeff Bezos, the, the billionaire dude, all these motherfucking things, right? I'm going to tell you what that is. You didn't pay that motherfucker to shut the fuck up. You thought she actually fucking liked you. Because if a bitch was getting all her bills paid and a free condo in a car, she ain't saying shit. Mm-mm. You want me to keep a motherfucking secret? And I got to be a secret? That's never going to work. The minute that I touch down in the airport, you know, motherfuckers, you know, we tweeting and we, we doing what we do on social media. Can't hide me. You can't keep me a secret. You know, so... That's why I could never, aside from my own, not so much religious beliefs, but just my karmic belief system would not allow me to fuck with somebody that's illegally married still. So um, silence costs money. Y'all running around keeping a man's life safe for free. And let me just also add to the equation, y'all feel like what I'm saying is wrong, but you're not taking into consideration if he can ask you for some pussy. You can ask him for some money, okay? They don't go hand in hand, but if he has, if black men don't have nothing else, they have the fucking audacity. Black women too, especially black women that don't have nothing to lose, okay? If he can ask you for some pussy, you could ask him. Excuse me, out for some money. I'm sitting here sipping my motherfucking champagne. And now I want to elaborate on something that I talked about earlier where I posted a gentleman a video, and you can check out my post at miss.d.scott for Tell the Truth Tuesday, hashtag Tell the Truth Tuesday. And he was talking about men that don't date in their lane. They don't date in their bracket. And we're not talking pedigree because I I don't even think that we go uh, on pedigree anymore. Like who the fuck is dating someone like, oh, their family is the – I mean, because, Jesus, if that's the case, a lot of y'all don't even know your fucking dad, um, men, men and women. So most men are natural providers. So if you meet one that is not, that's a fucking red flag. Um, you're not allowing him to be his natural-born self, and if that's not something. Like, when y'all talk about, like, you know, I do for my man and I take care of him and I hold it down, bitch, that lasts, in my mind, for maybe six months. For six months, I could hold you down like if you didn't have a job, like if you were just fucked up. But let me be clear. This is a prepaid relationship, meaning you've already invested into me some type of way, making sure I ate, making sure I'm healthy, making sure you're taking care of my heart, making sure you take care of my head, you give me head. You, you know, I, listen, I don't require a man to come in and pay bills because I really don't have any. So my my immediate needs are taken care of, right? So if you can't do the extra shit, like, you know what, babe, I thought about you today. I know you wear size four, size six. I wouldn't grab you this dress. Just off some, you know, little things like that, you know. Um, 
little things like, you know what, let's go to dinner. I had a man, we went to dinner every time we went to lunch, sometimes breakfast, lunch, and dinner every time we hung out, you know, um, and he literally paid for everything, which is why, and, and again, some people say, oh, you spoiled. So we call it spoiled because a man has done his job or has done his duty and literally did not allow me to touch my wallet, a car door, a restaurant door, or a gas pump for the last, what, uh, 22 years that I've been dating. That's funny to me because I'm just, that's that's not spoiled. That's called hierarchy. That's called, you know, aristocracy. Like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. And that's why I think, I told y'all my relationship with the Texan didn't work because it's like, yeah, I'm not touching doors and things like that, but I am touching my wallet. And I don't understand this, and it doesn't make sense because you don't have children and you weren't taking care of your parents, and you weren't, do, like, what were you doing? Is it crack you smoke? Like, what's going on? Is it heroin? What what the fuck are you doing with your money? Okay. Mm. You have poor money management. Well, poor pussy management is the same. It's going to leave you fucked up, and, you know, that's that's where I'm at with it. I'm not going to get 40-plus years old and then decide. Like, like y'all understand that when you use the verbiage, like, oh, I'm going to build and I'm going to do this and I'm going to. Building means that you're coming to the table with something, he's coming to the table with something, and y'all are going to put those two somethings together. I'm not interested in building with anybody right now, okay? I'm interested because you should have your own empire, I should have mine, and then I'm, I'm into mergers and acquisitions now. Okay, I'm either going to take whatever alchemy that you had going on in your life and make it something bigger for you and I, or there is no me building you up, you building me up, and then we build together. I'm already up, you should already be up, and that's just where I'm at. That's great for y'all in y'all 20s, but when you get in your 30s and 40s, like everybody should have been working towards a goal already. It should already be done. And if it's not done, then you have work to do and you probably shouldn't be dating. Um, I'm also a proponent that... If I don't have any money, I'm not going to date. So don't think that when you date me, a guy has to come in and it's like, oh, my God, flowers every day, and, you know, he's buying me Louboutins every day, and he's doing all this shit for me. No. However, when I get on planes, they pay for it. However, if they don't pay for it, because I paid for plane tickets, not a big deal for me because I haven't, but if I'm paying for plane tickets, you best believe when I get off that plane, there's a driver there. And if there's no driver, he's there. And then we're going to some restaurant. And then, we're, you know what I mean? Like, I just have seamless relationships when it comes to the men being gentlemen. And I've told you before, I could drag all these motherfuckers if I really wanted to, but that's because they did something personal to me. But who they are as men and their character, they were gentlemen. They were savages when I needed them to be. You know, they protected me. And so with all of them, I felt very safe, with the exception of a couple, and that's why I dragged the ones that I do so bad. But even my little young boy, even, you know, if I go all the way back to the 90s when I was dating, you know, the young boy back then, these are motherfuckers that would have knocked your motherfucking head off over, over some Denise. And I appreciate that, you know. And I was telling somebody over the weekend, which shout out to the Griggs family. Thank you so much for inviting me, boom. Uh, we went out to D.C. over the weekend to watch my nieces, Sienna Aziz, that graduated from Howard University, one with her master's, one with her bachelor's, just black excellence everywhere. And uh, the Griggs invited us to stay at a big old house out there, and they literally took fucking care of everything. Like, everything was taken care of. 
And um, I'm talking about food every day, drink every day, favors, desserts. They baked cookies. There was a fish fry. There was a chicken wing bar. There was a crab leg. There was a crab boil. There was, you know, fish and grits for breakfast and just bacon and pancakes. And I, I joke that I had a five-pound food baby, and I'm proud of it. But um, shout-out to them. So I was in D.C. for the weekend, you know, with their father, Saladin, who was one of my best friends, my brother, and uh, my son. And it just was it was a seamless involvement. We were out at our old Epic Grill, which is around the corner from uh, Hamilton. We went to this little ratchet spot called Pure you know, my nieces, because they wanted to go twerk and do what young people do. And uh, we ended up sitting our old asses down. Uh, linked up with uh, a friend of mine's homeboy, took us to a couple strip clubs, Cloak and Dagger and Empire, where they get butt booty ball naked uh, nude. And if you even watch or have been around strippers, they, for whatever reason you could think about them, what you want to think, they have proper pussy management. You can't talk to no stripper for free, so why would I allow you? You like strip clubs. All my men like strip clubs, right? So if you'll go pay them to talk to them, you could pay me too. I don't require a phone bill. I require things larger than that. So that's why I'm, I'm easier to get along with because I don't need $40 and I don't need a pack of fucking Newports. But you bras aren't even requiring them to do that. So do you see how you're fucking up the universe? You know, I had a guy tell me that the one bra he was fucking, he was like, she told me she likes fucking, fucking me, and I'm the only nigga that she fucked for free. And I thought to myself, this is a bitch that lives in public housing. Like, you're giving a lot of pussy away to a lot of niggas that I'm assuming is free. Because I've only, the, the best outfit I've ever seen you in is something from the outlet mall. So, like, from, you know, Victoria's Secret or something. So it's like, why would you fuck anybody for free that can't contribute to you and your children's well-being? That, that like, I'm not saying that's your only asset, but that doesn't make sense to me, right? It, it, it doesn't make sense. Why why would you do that? And and the dude that you're talking about actually has money, right? Not that he was going to pay you, like, here go $200, but he definitely would have looked out if you had presented your case a little bit better and not said no stupid-ass shit. Like, you don't get any points by telling a nigga he the only one that you fuck for free. You look stupid as fuck. And so, because, you know what he told And this is the funny shit that you bros don't understand, because I'm sure a motherfucker said a lot of shit about me. But let me tell you what, what and I've talked to some real ones about this. When y'all do that, you know, independent, I don't need no man to do for nothing, you literally just told the man that he don't got to do shit. He doesn't have to ascend to shit. He don't got to do nothing for you. Right? He don't got to do shit. Mm-hmm. All right, you just told him that. Y'all know that you can't change the, the narrative midway into the relationship. That's why when I first go into relationships, I've had to stop saying shit like, I don't ever want to get married or I don't want any more children or I'm not looking for anything serious because then guess what happened? You do understand that by the end of year one, them motherfuckers are throwing that shit in my face. Like, oh, well, I was fucking other bitches because you said that you didn't want kids and I want kids. Or I was fucking other bitches because you said you didn't want nothing serious. I mean, damn, you know, had I known that, I could have, you see what I mean? I don't tell these motherfuckers shit. I'm a woman. You're supposed to dictate to me what kind of relationship you want. And so people got me fucked up when they think like, well, what do you mean by that? If you, motherfucker, you're the man in the relationship. If you want to just hit the skins, just say that, and then you give me the option to say, no, that's not what I want, not from you, right? 
y'all men have to understand too that when we just fucking you, like, and that's all we want to do, that means we found your flaw. You either grimy nigga, you a bum ass nigga, you a dirty nigga, you cheat on your bitch, so we ain't trying to trade places with her. Like, you're not important and you're not special. So we will fuck with you. It's not because you're so cute. It's because you don't require anything. You don't require me to have to have my shit together so I can bring something to the table to add to what the fuck you got going on. You don't require it, so I'm not going to do it. So, women, you have to be very careful what you speak into your relationships when you first meet somebody. And now also let me say this about the pussy management. I know bras, and this is honest to God's truth, that fuck the dude within a week, and they've been married now 15 and 20 years. Okay, it, it just it, it's based on your vibe, right? It's based on how you guys start the relationship. That physical might have just been an innate, you know, carnal need. Once y'all get, some people believe that once you get that out of the way, then the real relationship starts. I don't, you know, you know, go into that philosophy because I believe that. I also don't believe in the ninety day rule. You gonna get it whenever the fuck I give it to you because you have to understand too that I also function in long-distance relationships. And shout-out to uh, Passport Cuddy. <laughs> she brought up a very realistic point where she was like, how many of the love of y'all lives live in another city and you only see them once a year? And I'm like, wow, that's crazy because I'm, you know, 11 years when I was into a situation like that. Y'all hear this motherfucking chair that need WD-40? I just want y'all to know it's not me and I don't have gas and the chair is only six, six months old. Because mm. I sent my champagne. But um, shout out to her for bringing that up. And I think the reason that those relationships work is because I find that my relationship in Florida, even though we took, oh, shit, I'm trying to think, probably like a three-year hiatus. I probably ain't seen that motherfucker in several years. We kept in touch here and there, text maybe once, twice a year. But when we know that we're going to see each other, you know, the texting returns and things like that, and it's just one of those seamless relationships, you know, that, will likely go on forever until people get married. So it is what it is. And um, hold on. Put a little jerk seasoning on that. You hear me? Put a little jerk seasoning on that. Mm-hmm. It's delicious and nutritious. Burn your mouth off. And uh, let me get back to this. So shout-out to Spice Sweet. We met, um, I think her name is Tasha or Toya. She sold me some dope-ass distressed jeans I'll be posting on my page. But I bought some strawberry sugar for boom to put in this tea because, you know, my son drank the real tea, like the shit that looked like flowers and leaves and shit in the bottom of the goddamn cup. He's so goddamn bougie. And um, back to Passport Cuddy. So I think that that relationship that went on for 11 years worked a, because I won't move. If I moved, we'd have been married by now, not even a problem. Um, because of my anxiety and his, I'm sure it would be a JP situation that we'd have a big-ass party. And then because he's a tourist, he probably would go and we would purchase some sort of unrealistic property and invite people over and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, we got married and this is this. But um, we often talk about what our children would have looked like and things like that. So for me, this was very serious. I don't think that he was bullshitting at all because I actually used to live in Tampa. And um, I think the reason that relationship worked is because when you're working on yourself and you're going through pain or you're going through financial difficulties, it's easier just to get on a plane and go have someone treat you like a complete queen from start to finish, 
do everything that you want him to do, whether it's with your body, your soul, your mind, seamless conversation. This is a man I've never put my hands on. I never really had to, I say, my slick shit. He says his slick shit, you know, and then we just, we probably don't speak, and then, you know, we're fine. But he also knows that no matter what, you know, I think the world of him, I would never think ill of him. And he knows I know all his whole shit, all his whole shit, because we actually developed a friendship. So it's nice to have a friend that has the same goals and the same things in common. But even he would tell you, I would not approach Denise without motherfucking nothing to offer. I'm sure that some of our years of cadence were because during that time he felt that he didn't have anything to offer me or any other bitch. So he stayed in his lane. You know, you guys, you know, you call yourselves kings, but you don't have a kingdom. You women, you call yourselves queens and goddesses, but you allow a man to approach without an offering. When you go to church, don't they pass that plate around? Right? So if you were really a goddess and your body was your temple the way that you say it is, then you wouldn't allow somebody to run their dirty, disgusting mitts all over it for free. And for free, I mean they're never going to marry you because that's a cost, right? They're never going to wife you. That's a cost. They're never going to claim you. That's a cost. Um, They're never going to give you a title. That's a cost. These are things that are free, but they still cost money. They still require a currency. Energy is a currency. You're giving these men all the best of you and all your best years and all your youth and all your beauty, and you sit up there and you glorify a slut walk and you glorify the Amber Roses of the world when really I look at Amber Rose as somebody that was sexually abused and in a strip club at age 15. So when I see someone that I would be my hoe, right, I'm like, nah, something happened. There, there is some sort of desensitization in the fact that she has poor pussy management. Because if you was a proper hoe, hoes get paid. Get paid, young woman, get paid. These men, in the end, you think that they're going to run around and tell everybody how much they was giving you? Nah, nah, nah. They're going to talk about the broke bitches that they beat for free. They tell the stories of the ones that they had to pay for like they are goddesses, as they, as they should. Yeah, man, I had to, you know, I finessed the shit out of her. I had to take her here. I did this and whoop the whoop. I took her out of town. I did this, this, and this. Bitch still wouldn't give me no pussy. Da, 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 da. Y'all got to understand that sometimes a motherfucker fuck with you so hard and so long because the pussy was free. You don't even require none. You don't require a title. Y'all let motherfuckers give you back shots for backwards and fucking dank weed. The fuck is wrong with you and who raised you? Right? You could be, listen, I've seen some bitches that look like a fucking a glad trash bag finesse the shit out of motherfuckers because she had proper pussy management. That shit might have been, like, like I forget which comedian it was, that shit might have been a regular old saltine cracker, but she convinced that motherfucker it was a Ritz and took half that motherfucker's earnings. Poor pussy management isn't, isn't, isn't about just you not getting money. It's you, okay, l- listen, l- let me say this. If you look in your Rolodex of motherfuckers that you have that you can call if you need to, right, if you don't have at least one motherfucker that you can call if your mama die, that can spot you some money for the funeral, you're fucking the wrong niggas. If you don't have somebody that you can at least call that will hop a flight if, if something happens to you, you're fucking the wrong niggas. 
if you don't have somebody in your camp that is one of the wheels on your fucking car and your wheel bearing, start the fuck off, that he wouldn't be able to spot you the money for that. You fucking the wrong niggas. Pussy has return on investment, and so does dick. Y'all always think that I'm on the side of the woman. I have a son, right? I don't know who he's going to date. I really don't know. But I want him to value himself. I want him to feel like, man, I don't, I don't got to fuck with you. I wash my own clothes, been doing so since he was 13. He cooks his own meals. My son is the one that actually cooks Christmas dinner this year. But he gets that from my brother, who is also a chef. Okay? Y'all got to understand that there's dick management, too. Because if you thought your dick was all that good, you wouldn't spread your seeds so thin. If you really thought you was a king or a god, and I tell y'all this quote all the time, people shouldn't be able to touch God every day and when they want to. Right? You should be able to dictate when you swing dick. So let's get back on the poor pussy management. If you got to fuck five motherfuckers, five niggas, to get one thing done, your pussy's trash. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not. Fuck you. Right? If you can't single-handedly fuck with one man and make him fall in love with you or that cat and make him listen... I know motherfuckers that don't got it like that. But even though they don't got it like that, they will still give me their last if I asked them for it, if I needed it. 90% of the motherfuckers that do for me, I ain't never touched. That's proper pussy management because I don't have to. But on the same token, if one of them came to me and needed something, you need a ride, you need to use my car, what you need, what you need, I'm here. No matter what. Do I give money to to niggas? Absolutely not. That is the biggest turnoff in the United States of fucking America and Villa Rica, Georgia, and surrounding areas. It is the quickest way to make my shit dry the fuck up like a prune. Don't ever ask me for money. Ever. I don't give a fuck if you just got motherfucking robbed. Don't ever ask me for nothing. Okay? Let me offer. If you offer, if, if I offer, that's different. Because that means I'm probably not going to expect for a back, your house burned down, something like that. You just you just can't catch a break, right? But I do a lot of things for a lot of people, and I don't respect, you know, expect nothing in return. So if I'm fucking with somebody like that, why wouldn't I if I went out? Because y'all know how I feel about tricking on a man. If it's mine, I'm, I'm, I'm buying shit, and it's crazy because same Florida dude didn't realize that the sweater I bought him was by mine, and... I bought him that shit years ago. I told y'all before the Kardashians. He just now realized what the fuck it was. He's like, that's my favorite sweater. I'm like, motherfucker, you never looked at the tag? He's like, why did you spend all that money? Those are the type of motherfuckers that I deal with. The type of motherfuckers that's like, nah, put, put your wallet away. Don't fucking disrespect me like that. It doesn't mean it was raised right. It just means that they understand how this shit goes. If I want something from her, I have to show her something first. Y'all hear my stepfather back there dying? Because he eating the goddamn. How much did you put on there? Yeah, you probably put too much in there. That's why your ass dying. Shout out to the Spice Suite in D.C. Uh, like I said, I met the girls over there. I bought the uh, strawberry sugar for my son's tea, the Bayesian uh, <laughs> jerk uh, powder. It's like a, it's like she grinds all the herbs. It's like she go all over the world. And I just told my stepdad to put in the fucking popcorn because he be uploading the music and doing all that shit for my shows. And I told him to put it on the popcorn, and he over there dying now. And then we also got a, a lemon pepper hot sauce, which is actually sold out. 
Um, her spices are decent priced, uh, range from I think twelve to fourteen dollars. I think it's great. Um, every chance I get, I'm gonna be up in that bitch, and if I know people, I'm gonna be sending them in that bitch to get stuff because she only offers them online in um, packages where like you have to buy like a hundred dollars worth, whatever, whatever. I'd rather just send one of my people's. Which shout out to DC because I met some very interesting. Um, characters out there met my new met my new homeboy Roderick. Also met another cat uh, out there that works for the Secret Service. I'd rather not say his name. Actually works in the White House. And I'm like, how how do you work for that guy? He's like, I've been doing this for, you know, he's like, I've been doing this for 21 years. So salute to all the men that actually get up and go to work every day and that's counting their coins and understand that when they come to the table for a woman, it's not always about the finances. It's not always about the money, it's about, okay, so you've been at your job 21 years, you 51 years old, that's impressive, that's attractive. You know why that's attractive? That means you're eligible to retire. That means that if I want to travel and you want to travel, we could do that. That's, that's a currency. That means that we could connect. That, that's a currency, right? You know, shout out to the, to the men out there still getting their MBA. Shout out to um, our friend um, Ifani. You know, he is one of when I, when I actually posted a picture of him with his arm with his arm around me. Y'all like, what the fuck? Who is that? You know, I stay around excellence all the time. So Ifani is actually one of I believe eighteen uh, doctorate in physics, uh, his particular branch of physics in the world. He is one of nine that are black, and eight of them came out of Howard University. So I salute um, him. And uh, it was just great. He's Nigerian, so you know, we don't really have these excuses because we have other people coming to these countries that come here and take advantage of all the things that we sniff our nose at because we're not hungry enough, we're not thirsty enough. So, and they're they're from Nigeria, so they know what the fuck it's looking like to go have to get married to somebody. You know, in a lot of these countries, there's still a dowry. You pay. So when y'all say, I ain't paying for no pussy, oh, you're going to pay one way or the other. You you think you're not paying for pussy when you get married? You think you're not paying for pussy when you buy her what ring she wants instead of what ring you can afford? You're paying for pussy, okay? You think that you your pussy is so good, but yet you can't get a motherfucker to take you outside to dinner in the daytime, right? And if you do get the motherfucker to take you for dinner, he's taking you somewhere and he's bumfuck where don't nobody know you. I'm used to motherfuckers that if they was in a situation, they ain't give a fuck where they was at. They willing to risk it all. Who going to check me? That's how they feel. I'm with Denise. Who the fuck was? What? Don't ask me who the fuck that was. Right? It go from, I thought we was together to, you know, well, we're not married. Motherfuckers do not care at all. Ninety, Like I told you, 90% of the dudes, if they knew that there was a void or they knew that there was a need, they would be willing to fill it. But because you bras just be so quick with, I don't want to, you know, and shout out to OG Nunu. She's a younger girl, and, you know, it's funny because I don't learn too much from you young women, but I do take heed and I do take notice to some of the traditions and trends and things that are changing because I'm auntie now. I'm, I'm the old bitch. I'm auntie. But for me, I'd rather not give away no pussy at all than to mismanage my pussy. And listen, even when I was in fucked up relationships, I never had poor pussy management, never. You stop doing for me, cool, we're going to stop fucking, and that's where it is. 
And when I say doing for me, I mean you the one that starts the relationship. So however you started, that's how you better fucking finish it. So if you ain't did shit for me since July of 2017, keep the same energy when your ass ain't around no more. When you ask me for something, I'll tell you no. You can get some pussy in Panera. That's all you could get because that's all you were giving me was dicks and fucking problems, okay, for the last two years. That's what you can get is dick and problems. So you can, that's what you can get. And then after a while, you don't even want to fuck with the motherfucker no more because they cause too many fucking problems. But what I do know is that a lot of you young ladies that run around self-professing that you put you so good, let me, I, need to, I need to see the credentials. Let me see to a representative. Because real motherfuckers, real grown women, they ain't talking about their pussy power. They're not talking about it. I'll tell you all damn whack as fuck. I just lay there. I don't do nothing. I'm a pillow princess. And then somebody from the back going to say, that bitch motherfucking lying. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, I appreciate the type of men that I dealt with. But let me also tell you another reason why you don't hear too much about what it is that I do. Any man that ever fucked with me, we loved each other or we cared about each other, they, they don't do that with bitches that they care about. They don't, they don't want other men to know what the fuck they know because then you're going to try to holler because now you think you got the same shot he did. Maybe you do, but they, they ain't trying to figure that out. Poor pussy management is fucking up the universe. It's fucking up the universe. I'm not saying me the cat and I'm being like, you know, because y'all, y'all bitches is fucking, y'all city girls is, is listen, y'all, y'all skip whole parts. Y'all taking wrong messages out of city, city girl song, act up, you can get smacked up. Like she said, she basically is saying, just pay me for my time. She ain't on no, it sounds like she a hoe because the tone and the Miami-ness to it all, but nah, she's saying, bitch, you, you, need, to, you need to pay me for my time. She like, I'm not interested in, in big dicks, I'm interested in big bucks. I don't, I don't, she's like, I'm not interested in big trucks, I'm in the, in the big bucks. And she also said a very valid point, too. What's the point of fucking with somebody that got money if he ain't going to fucking give you none? Y'all bitches do that, too. Y'all will fuck with a motherfucker that got money for free. Bitch, why? You Listen, y'all out here trying to be noble, and the motherfucker is clowning you. He'd, I promise you, he'd rather you just ask him for the fucking, and then that's another thing. Stop asking for 40 and 50 fucking dollars. If a motherfucker is laying up in your house, ask for that whole electric bill. If you having difficulty paying it, ask him for that. He's sitting up in your house eating one, two, three many times. Oh, oh, you must be about to give me some money for groceries. When I was doing meal prep for somebody, after a while, and it wasn't even nothing that I had to ask. The motherfucker was like, here, here go a couple extra dollars, little $60, whatever, every week. Just make sure that my shit be ready, and, and I'm thankful. You know what I'm saying? So it's the little things. So that little bit of, you know, money that he threw in my gas tank or money that, you know, he'll put in my purse or whatever, whatever. Oh, I know you're going with your little bum-ass friends today. Here, tell her the bitch I said, what's up? Here, lunch on me. That's the little shit that I like. That don't cost that motherfucker that much money. It really doesn't. You know, the last relationship I'm in, shit, we, we talking about putting names on deeds, beneficiaries, and all that other shit. So I don't, I'm, not, I'm not out here playing these fucking games. And I ain't have to do nothing. And trust me, I'm not that fucking cute, you know, like, like y'all be portraying. Y'all some cute-ass little bitches, and y'all running around like you look like, you know what I'm saying, motherfucking demons and warlocks and shit. If you really think your shit is that motherfucking magical, stop letting motherfuckers beat for free. And as far as niggas is concerned, stop wearing all my dick big. Nobody give a fuck about a dick, big dick if you can't do nothing with it. 
Big dick, small money. That shit don't match. I'm not, and there ain't nobody doing that shit in 2019. Everybody got to get their fucking shit together. And like I said, if you're a grown woman, I'm not here on some Michelle Obama shit like telling you some old spiritual advice and trying to make you feel good about yourself. Girl, fuck you. At the end of the day, you're going to keep doing what the fuck you're doing. And if your reputation, which is really all you got in these days, if your reputation is that you go fuck niggas and then get back in the car, take a baby wipe, and then go back in the club, your pussy management is trash. Now that means you got to move the fuck out of town like a lot of you bitches do, niggas too, when you're broke, and try to start over. But let me explain something to you. The world is motherfucking small. It's small as fuck. That whole shit that you do, especially if it's consecutive, that shit follows you. So you're not going to be able to get the motherfucker that got the money all like that later on. I don't give a fuck what state, county, or city he's from once your story start catching up with you. I've seen niggas call off whole weddings because they found out their bitch was a hoe. So if you're going to be a hoe-ass bitch and you're going to do shit for free and you're going to, you know, be hard-headed and learn the hard way, because, I mean, don't that hurt your feelings? Like some crisis shit happened and the nigga that you laying with every single night can't even help you? Like, and the sad part is you don't even make him feel less than a man about it because he don't care because you ain't been requiring nothing. So you can't go from I pay all the bills in the house and I take care of this nigga too. can I get $2,000 because I got to bury my, my grandmother. Nah, my shit be adding up like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when I flew into Detroit one time, I called my dude. I was like, yo, they told my car because I had an improper sticker on it or whatever. And they told it out the parking lot that you hold for uh, when you catch your flight. Y'all have to understand, I just got back in town yesterday, that's why I'm yawning. And I was like, yo, I don't know how much this tow shit going to be, because, you know, sometimes that should be $200 a day. I was gone five days. I said, look, I got something on me now, but if I call you, I might need something. He was like, okay. I ain't never asked this motherfucker for nothing. But the mere fact that I did tell him I might need him, he was like, oh, okay, just let me know. So, you see, they want to do shit for y'all, but y'all don't require it. Then y'all be sitting up there thinking that you're doing something, you know. Um, Then you be thinking up there thinking that you're fucking doing something, and you ain't did shit. He bought you an outfit. He gave you some money for some weed. He gave you $100. Like, that's Okay. All right. Well, I don't know how you're going to command anything else because if that's already a litmus test, then I don't know what to tell you. Mine already know. And I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not being funny. I'm not telling you that, you know, I'm the queen of nothing, but I am telling you that I am a god and I will be treated as such because if I see the god in you, you see the god in me. My dudes will tell you I give the best gifts. Number one thing that I always buy any man that I fuck with hard like that he either getting some name brand shit or he getting a watch. I've been buying watches since I was like 21 years old. And the reason that I buy the man a watch is because I want you to know exactly what time it is when you fucking with me. And I make sure I get him a watch he ain't never had, he ain't never seen, and ain't going to aspire to have because they just, a lot of my men are frugal so they don't have it in them to spend that type of money. Now, mind you, I date men that have the Cartier, you know, match mine, the Rolex, match mine. Okay, that's not, you know what I'm saying? You know, we you got his and hers, David Yerman jewelry, you know, shit like that. I buy my shit, he buys his shit. So, you know, the, and, and, you know, I'm talking about Florida cat. 
Um, he actually was in the book, Staying in Land of Diary of a Hot Mess. He's the Victor Flores character. So we're still in communication, not like that, but he's been, you know, he's there. So consistency is also a currency. You know, I could text that motherfucker, I don't give a fuck if it was a Tuesday in April, May, June, July, don't matter. I'm getting a text back within four to ten minutes. He don't play these types of games. He don't do none of that. And another thing, your pussy management be so poor sometimes that y'all don't even realize that you can keep a man as a friend and you don't got to fuck him. You don't got to fuck everybody like you. You don't. I got a friend in Houston right now, and out of respect for my relationship that I had down there, I never beat the brakes off him. And I should have. Now, let me just give you an example. I ran into him in a casino up here. I, I know him because he's from up here. And I was with my homegirl. We was, you know, playing mini back at the little casino. I was fresh out from my surgery, uh, from my tumors. And I saw him with a unsuspecting, I think she was a hood rat, whatever. And um, she went to the bathroom. So I was like, yeah. He's like, what y'all doing? I was like, yeah, we gambled. We lost all our little money. And he was like, how much y'all need? And I was like, I don't know. I just need a couple of dollars. Now, I wasn't really asking. He takes six shifts, $600, hands it to me in my home car. I give her three. I keep three. Never touched a man, never kissed him, never made out with him, never nothing. This is the same man I told you when I first started going down to Houston to see, to bring my son to my ex-husband. He gave me one of his condos and was like, here. He wasn't even in town. He left the keys under the fucking mat. Came to code to the door, told me, go in there, take anything you need, stay there, bring your friends, swim at the pool, this is whatever you want. Never touched him. Make no mistake, I'm sure he's leading up to something, but this has been going on for shit four years now, five years, never touched him yet. Never been to dinner, never been on a formal date, never nothing, we was just friends. Now, could it turn into something else? Of course, absolutely. But until you say something... We're going to be friends, and then we're going to have the option. You don't got to fuck everybody that like you. Establish your team, get you a little army, get you a little militia. You know, you got to have your intellectual one. You got to have your, your one that got disposable income. You got to have your friend that's smart with mathematics. You got to have your friend that's smart with decision-making in business. You got to have your friend that, that might be a scammer. You got to have, like, you can have friends that are men that you don't have to touch. And once you guys start realizing, like, maybe if I if I throw some pussy on you, it's going to fuck up the friendship or it's going to fuck up what we got going, it's not worth it for me to do that. Y'all don't think like that. There are men that keep women as friends just because we, we provide good springboards, you know, like my people in Florida. You know, I would like to think that he considers me as a friend, like somebody if he called for an honest opinion. Or, and let me tell you something else Trick Daddy said, and I wish I was leaving the show with some of his music because y'all know I love him. But, you know, he said, y'all y'all older women need to use me as a reference. So you, you got to be nice to me because I'm your reference point for when you used to look good, when you really had it like that, when niggas was throwing themselves at you. Don't disrespect the connect that remembered you when you was in your glory. And I think that that's why I'm so cool with a lot of my old friends is because I remember when you didn't have that stomach hanging over. I remember when you was at the top of your game. I remember a lot of things about a lot of people that I know, and I'm thankful for it all. So I will hope that people will remember me then, but I don't need you for my litmus test because I live my real life shit every day. Like I said, I've been celibate now for six months. 
I've gotten more shit done in that six months than I ever could in the middle of a relationship. And then it just puts me in a better position to have the relationship that I want, which ain't going to be no different twenty from 20 years ago. I still want stability. I still want safety. I still want to feel like I'm the queen of your universe and mine, and I still want to feel like I can learn something from you. So I'll take a man that taught me something over a man that bought me something any day. But unless that pussy management is on point, I'm never going to meet those types because I'm going to keep selling myself short to Applebee's niggas that like microwave food, okay? So I'm going to leave you all with that. Work on your pussy management. If you don't have somebody in your camp that's an intellectual, the financier, and then and then somebody that you can bounce ideas off, like Jay-Z said, you're fucking with the wrong cats. Think about the worst-case scenario, who would you call? If you don't have nobody that you can call in your camp, you're fucking with the wrong dudes and your pussy management is trash. And, guys, I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to have church this uh, Sunday. We missed it this Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to all the mommies, especially my bestie, Lisa. It was so good to see you and my baby. Life is good. And just keep striving, keep pushing forward, get your pussy under control. Have some self-control. <laughs>